Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We're talking about the coronavirus today, among other topics here on the program. Uh, right now, I'm just seeing on the television, the president was asked whether or not he would consider getting a coronavirus test. That coming after he had direct contact with a, a few uh, members of Congress who were in attendance at CPAC. That's that conservative uh, event that took place in Maryland almost two weeks ago now. Uh, so here's the the... If we're following this, there was an individual who attended CPAC, not a lawmaker, an individual who attended CPAC, later tested positive for the coronavirus. That individual came in contact with a few members of Congress, uh, Doug Collins from Georgia, uh, Matt Gates from Florida, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas. We heard from Senator Mike Lee earlier this morning, who was a presenter at CPAC, let us know that he did not have contact with this individual. Uh, but there are a few, uh, Gosar from Arizona, another, uh, all of those names I just mentioned, except for Mike Lee, they have entered into self-quarantine circumstances. Now, it goes a little bit further. Over the weekend, this Matt Gates I made reference to, he's the Florida lawmaker, a younger guy, I think he's in his 30s still, uh, but he, on the day that the House voted on that big multi-billion dollar uh, aid package to combat the coronavirus, later passed in the Senate, signed by the president, uh, this Matt Gates. He voted on that measure while wearing this is <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if it's hilarious or incredibly disrespectful. Let, let me know what you think. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Matt Gates, a, a member of Congress, while voting on the floor of the House, he wore a gas mask. Obvious reference to this coronavirus. Well, anyway, he uh, turns out had been in contact with someone who actually did have the coronavirus. He over the weekend spent uh, the weekend down at Mar-a-Lago with the president, and then just yesterday flew from Mar-a-Lago back to Washington, D.C. on Air Force One, having incredibly close contact with the president. Today, the president was asked whether or not he felt the need to get a coronavirus test, uh, and he said, nah, I don't feel the need. So we'll see if that develops or changes. Uh, can you imagine the president had the coronavirus? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see if he if he actually takes a, a test. Uh, in terms of symptoms, uh, he looked fine and healthy and in true uh, and regular Trump form. Uh, so this segment, I want to talk uh, to you about John Huntsman Jr. He this morning granted an interview uh, on Fox and Friends with Brian Kilmeade. Now, why do I mention Brian by name? It's because uh, Brian Kilmeade was also in attendance at CPAC. Now, try to follow this. A bunch of different stories here kind of colliding. Uh, in a moment, we're going to hear from John Huntsman. Uh, he, this morning, uh, spoke to Brian Kilmeade. 
Brian Kilmeade, again, the interviewer who spoke to John Huntsman, was also in attendance at CPAC. Uh, Brian Kilmeade at CPAC steered a conversation with Mike Lee. So we now have Brian Kilmeade, who was at CPAC, in the presence of someone infected with the coronavirus, uh, interacting uh, with Senator Mike Lee, and just this morning interacting uh, with former governor, former ambassador, uh, John Huntsman Jr., candidate now uh, for governor. So that's all very interesting. Everyone is confident that they are clear uh, that no contact, no dangerous contact was made with anyone infected by the coronavirus. But it's just very uh, interesting uh, just very interesting that uh, that this Brian Kilmeade uh, is interacting with all these Utahns. Uh, and uh, anyway, text just came in saying Matt Gates is all theatrics. I think it was unnecessary. I tend to agree with you. I, I think that especially as we track a, a story which uh, includes a data a data point like four thousand and eighty eight deaths uh, worldwide, uh, one hundred and sixteen thousand individuals confirmed uh, suffering from the coronavirus right now. Uh, I'll be honest. I have been making some jokes about this, um, and I think that uh, that humor is an important way to deal with some of this uncertainty, uh, which I feel. I feel the anxiety of uncertainty. I got a brand new little baby. I don't know how this is all going to play out, uh, but I think there is room for some humor as long as it's uh, not mean-spirited. And I'm having a tough time sorting out whether or not Matt Gates' uh, behavior on the floor of the House wearing a gas mask as he voted for that aid package uh, was mean-spirited or not. Again, 57500 is the text line. Now on to what uh, former Governor Huntsman had to say. He was asked uh, by Brian Kilmeade this morning uh, on Fox and Friends uh, what he would do to fight the coronavirus at the state level. Well, let's stop to conclude that the federal government isn't going to come up with all of our cures. Uh, in, a, in a country that believes in federalism, our states are the uh, our laboratories for problem solving and solutions. So we're going to find out how best to deliver test kits, how best to communicate with the public, and how best to deal with things like quarantines, not federally for, through the federal government, but likely through, uh, through state I'm grateful for all the work the president has done. I'm grateful for uh, Mike Pence and his team of folks. I'm grateful for all the resources they have made available. I'm grateful to the Congress for voting on that $8.3 billion uh, tax relief plan. I I support what the president has done, as uh, has the Democratic governor of California, uh, Governor Newsom out there. Uh, But I agree with John Huntsman Jr. here 100 percent, which is to say I believe that the states are best positioned to handle these types of uh, issues. The coronavirus, the responses ought be led by the state. We this morning heard from the state epidemiologist uh, as she reported on the second confirmed case here in the state of Utah. Uh, We have learned that Governor Gary Herbert on Friday uh, declared a state of emergency here in the state of Utah. That, uh, every time I mention the state of emergency, I'm going to put this uh, clarifier on there. That is not to say that things here are uh, out of control or dangerous or that there is any call for panic. It is simply to say uh, that the governor has made a decision which will free up some resources. Some $16 million are available here in the state. Uh, that declaration also allows uh, for more uh, flexibility and access to the $8.3 billion passed by uh, the House. Uh, before we go to break, I want to share with you some of the other comments made uh, by Governor Huntsman uh, this morning. 
This one having to do with the price of oil. We've been watching uh, the the indexes. The Dow uh, this morning has made a significant recovery from yesterday. Right now, up 3.89% from the previous close. That's uh, up almost 1,000 points on the day. On any other day, that'd be a, a remarkable leap. Uh, right now, it's in recovery mode, uh, and so you know we'll take it uh, for what it's worth. Uh, NASDAQ up uh, 3.5%. Let's uh, check out Standard & Poor's uh, up almost uh, 4% right now. So why do I bring that up? It's because uh, one of the contributing factors, as we learned yesterday, is not just the coronavirus, uh, but also uh, there is a, a war over oil right now, a price war. And the governor this morning, Governor Huntsman, former Governor Huntsman candidate for governor, John Huntsman Jr., mentioned that this morning. Uh, they want to see us divided. Uh, they want to drive a wedge in, into our politics. But I've always argued, Brian, that the greatest weapon we have against the Russians is our ability to be energy self-sufficient. So you might not see that right now, but what happened yesterday, the ruble dropped 10%. In order for the Russians to make the numbers work to pay their bills, oil has to be at least at 50 so when it drops below 50, as it has been the last little while, they are shaking in their boots right now. and They're going to have to draw from their foreign exchange reserves to be able to make the numbers work. Now, regardless of your feelings for Utah's former Governor John Huntsman uh, and future hopeful Governor John Huntsman, uh, you, you have to admit that uh, on this topic of Russia, as the former ambassador to Russia, uh, he pretty well knows his stuff. Uh, well, I've got you in just this last moment, something kind of interesting. He was asked by Brian Kilmeade there on uh, Fox and Friends, uh, he asked if Huntsman is going to seek the support of the president in his race for the governor. I've already talked to the president about it, and uh, he's a friend. We've worked together. There's mutual admiration and respect, and, uh, well, I'm sure I have another conversation. That wasn't a yes. We'll see how that shapes up. I'll, next chance I get to speak to uh, John Huntsman Jr., I'll ask him that. And that uh, coverage on the comments by the former governor there are part of our continued coverage of this race uh, here in the state of Utah for the governor's mansion. We've been speaking to uh, many of the candidates lately. We'll make sure we get all the way through the list and uh, touch base with everyone, see how they're doing, how they feel, and uh, let them have an opportunity to make the case to you as to why they are best suited uh, to serve in the governor's mansion. Next up, we're going to be speaking Speaking to Derek Miller, president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, he has some advice for employers and employees as they best position themselves to weather the storm of the coronavirus. That's up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.